0: Ride. Hey, welcome to church today. My name is Andrew. I'm the lead pastor. For those of you that do not know me, I want to welcome everybody that is watching us right now on YouTube Live, on our YouTube channel. You're going to listen to our podcast this week. Man, thank you for watching and listening. I pray that this message is a blessing to you. All right. Hey, we are in a series called Treasure Hunt. Before we get into it, um, now we just finished up a time of 21 days of prayer and fasting man it's been awesome. Man, last night last night was so powerful and so awesome. Um man, it was so good. Um if if God did something uh in, in your life over the next 21 over the last 21 days, now we've got uh cards. We've got those big stock cards in the lobby. If you could just write something, I'm going to read some of them next week just to encourage us of what God did over the last 21 days. He did so many great things last night. I know people got healed, their, their knees, their bodies. Um, many of you guys know Delicia. She comes up and prays sometimes. She's at the Welcome Center. Uh, she's had this, this disease over the last 20 years that, uh, man, in her joints, and she has a B12 deficiency, and she just crashes at the end of the month. And, man, I watched, I watched God touch her right down here. And she's like, I am free. And so she she talked last night about what God had done in her. And uh, God completely healed her body. It was just an awesome, awesome time. Man, our God is power. Amen. Uh, We serve a God of power. And so I'm sorry if you missed it last night. Uh, Put the next one on your calendar, all right? Uh, It was an awesome time. I want to thank everybody who served in, in the worship team. Man, they were so awesome last night. We're we are so blessed to have an amazing worship team. We really are. All right, last week we, we kicked off the series Treasure Hunt, and, and we were talking uh, about grabbing a shovel, right, and digging with each other. Our life groups launched last week, and, and before we get into the Word today, I just want to highlight one group um, this morning, because it's a new group, and it's something that uh, i've personally been praying about for our church and and our staff has been praying about this and and it's a group called all is well with my soul and it's led by roy and joette and it's a grief group um this is something that 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 we've been praying about how to bridge the gap and and uh joette and and, and roy they, they have a um a story uh where they've lost a child and and um, it's just, listen, if you've lost somebody in the last year or ever in your life and you still grieve, it's good to sit in a room with people who know how you feel and, and you can be transparent and you can talk about what you're going through, okay? And it's on Monday nights, I believe that's 7 o'clock, um, and so I just want to encourage you if you're going through some grief uh, today, sign up for that group, get in the, get with some people that that can encourage you. Um, and, and relate to, to what you're going through today, all right? Awesome. Treasure hunt. Come on, let's pray and we'll get into God's word this morning. Father, I thank you for this moment this morning. I thank you for every person that's in this room today. God, I thank you that you have even more in store for our lives, that, that you place such a treasure inside of us of discovery, Lord. And so, God, I just pray that you'd open our hearts, you'd open our minds, God, that you'd help us to focus for the next 30 minutes on the word that you have in store for our life, We love you, we glorify you, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. Part two, treasure God's voice. Treasure God's voice. I want to jump right into scripture this morning. Matthew 13, 44. Jesus says this. He says, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field in his excitement, he hit it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Let me, let me give you some context in this passage, okay? The people that Jesus is talking to, they would have related to this story. This this happened all the time during this period of time, where somebody would be walking through somebody else's field and they would discover something really valuable. And so they would, they would find it, and then they would bury it in the field, and they would go to the owner and say, I would like to buy your field, right? This happened all the time because they knew something was valuable in the field. And so the people that Jesus are talking to would relate to this. And what Jesus is saying is that, man, when you find the kingdom of heaven, when you find God, it's literally worth every possession that you have in your life, and it still fails to compare. And so when you find this treasure of Jesus, it is the most valuable thing in your life. So how do we continue to to, to seek, right? Because Jesus says, seek and you will find. How do we continue to seek this treasure that He's placed inside of us, right? The Holy Spirit. We seek it by listening to God's voice. We seek it by listening to God's voice. Jesus says this in John 10. 26 through 29, he says, but you don't believe me because you're not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me for my father has given them to me and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the father's hand. Yeah, hey, you can clap. That's good. That's good. That's a good word. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen videos of a shepherd talking to his sheep, but the sheep literally get used to the shepherd's voice. And so they actually move on command. When when the shepherd yells at the sheep, they, they move, right? The, the sheep might be going towards a cliff ready to fall off, but if the shepherd yells to them, they move. They move away from uh, the cliff, right? And, and, and if the sheep hear somebody's voice that they don't recognize, they will literally walk off of a cliff because they don't recognize the voice. This is what's Jesus, this is what Jesus is saying. He's saying, My people, my my sheep, listen to my voice and they follow my voice. So in today's culture, right, where there's lots of different voices in our lives, right, and and the time that we're living in, everybody wants to say something, right, everybody wants to be heard, right, on social media, and everybody wants their opinion to be heard, but the reality is, is there's not a lot of people who have a lot to say, right, like, everybody wants to have an opinion, listen to me, if, if, if your opinion or their opinion doesn't align up with God's opinion in this book, who cares? Because God's opinion is the only opinion that should matter to us, the Word of God. And if that opinion doesn't align up with this, we can disregard that voice. And so, man, there, there's last week I, I read this quote from from Tenbloom, and and I explained about her life. she lived an extraordinary life she was a missionary she was a holocaust survivor um just an amazing woman she was a writer and uh she died at ninety one and one of the, the 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 statements that she made is that if the devil can't the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy and and I want to expand that today and I want to say if the devil can't make you sin. Will make you distracted because I feel like this is the day and age that we live in. We live in an era where we an era that we are distracted 24 hours a day, right? Steve Jobs once once said that he wanted to create a computer so small that it could fit in your pocket, and that it would actually be human beings. Want. I think he succeeded. Right? I, I think he succeeded in that. You've heard me say, make this statement before that the average American spends over four and a half hours a day on their phone. I read a stat this week that said that uh, the average person touches their phone some 4,500 times a day. And if you're a millennial, double it. Some of you are touching your phone 9,000 times a day. We have a distraction machine, right, at our disposal at any time we want. And and here's the thing. The people that that created this, they created it to, to keep us on it, right? And and there's this thing called dopamine, right? When we we get on Facebook and we see people liking or, or Instagram liking our, our responses, we get a hit of dopamine, and that's why this thing is so addicting. And, and we're always looking at it. We're always, man, did somebody like my stuff, right? Because we get a hit of dopamine, and that's why we become so addicted to this. And and, and then uh, they they, they embedded this thing where you can talk to your phone, right? And and the phone talks back to you, right? It's called Siri. And and, and then there's Alexa. And and, and now there's there's Google Voice, right? Where where you talk to the machine, where you talk to the computer, and the computer talks back to you. And what this has done is it's it's made it because when you talk to Google, it's not the same way that you talk to God, right? Because when you talk to Google, Google instantly gives you some information, right? Like like, like you can talk to Google and and say, Google, how many touchdown passes did Peyton Manning throw, right? And Google gives you an answer, right? Immediately. Last week, we read the passage of scripture with David when David was talking about his time with the Lord, and he says, What? I waited patiently on the Lord. And what has happened in our culture is we've gotten into this rhythm and we've gotten into this this habit of getting facts and information instantaneously from, from machines that we talk to with Siri, Alexa, and and, and and Google, right? Instantaneously. And so it's it's get us in this habit of, man, when we pray and we don't hear the voice of God, we're on to the next thing. I don't, I don't know if you know this, uh, but uh, scientists uh, did this study recently, and they've said that the human the human uh, attention span is now eight seconds. So that means we have people that can ride bucking bulls longer than we can pay attention to them actually ri- riding the bucking bulls. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and some of you, as soon as I said the word distracted, it's distraction. You were distracted, right? You oh, you're a light bulb. <laughs> like, did you know goldfish, goldfish, you know those fish that you buy for 25 cents that live a day, okay, they have an attention span of nine seconds. We are getting beat by goldfish, okay? Like, and And it's because of devices like these that that man, have have eroded our attention span. And, and man, we have distraction machines all of the time. man, we we can get distracted by by anything and everything. And we'll, man, when we treasure the voice of God, man, man, many times God needs solitude. Many, many times we need to get alone with God and and just sit and and wait. And for many of us, man, we're just like, oh boy, that makes me nervous. Because God's voice, you know, for one, me personally, I've never heard the audible voice of God. Okay, because God speaks; the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and He speaks from within. See, here, here's the thing: when 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 Google speaks, Google gives you information about life. But when God speaks, his words bring life. Google gets information, but God, man, He He brings life. Job says it this way. Job 33:4 says this: For the Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives life. Everything that has been created has been created through the breath of God. God spoke the world into existence. God God, God spoke the galaxies in order and and he placed the the stars in in place. Like even when He he formed Adam from the dust of the earth, right? Adam doesn't come alive until what? God breathes life into him. Everything that has been created. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says this. All Scripture is God-free and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. What what does that mean? What what does that mean, right? That means every time we open up this book, man, as soon as we open up this book, the breath of God comes in of us and every time we read it and every time we pray and we wait on the Lord he's he's breathing his life into us but for for many of us we struggle to read this book and probably because we're distracted right or Satan has lied to us and says well you don't know where to start you not been a Christian that long and, and it's because he doesn't want you to experience the life the voice of God. He doesn't wants you to experience the breath of God because God's word is the only thing that 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 brings life to our soul that brings life to our spirit. I want to show you a, a, a video this morning and let me set this video up this morning. Video is a tribe in, believe, Indonesia that has never. Uh, they've had the Old Testament, but they've never had the New Testament. They've heard about the New Testament. We're talking about Scripture here. Here is a tribe that has never had the New Testament, and, and I want us to think about how much we take for granted that we have. The average American has about two to three Bibles in their home. How much we take for granted
1: living in America. Go ahead and watch the video. <laughs> Je ne sais pas si tu es un peu plus de
0: see a reaction like that. Man, I I cried all week long when I was watching that video. I'm just like, man, how how could I let distractions in my life and, and the busyness and the hurry of my life? Right? We talked about that last week. We get so busy and we get so with life that, that we miss the the voice of God and what God is trying to speak to us and then you see a reaction of people getting man the word of God for the first time the New Testament for the first time and they're weeping and and they see it such a privilege and an honor to come and hear the word of God and and for us we're like man it's an obligation right and some of us we open our Bible I'm trying to be a good christian today and and I'll, I'll check it off at Lord, do you like me today? And and these people are like, man, this is this is part of us. This is man. God has gifted us the word of God so many times. That I'm included, Do Do I just I take for granted that I live in a country that that is free and rich and and we have valuable resources at the tips of our hand? And Amazon, we can have a Bible shipped to our house the same day. And but there's people in this world that don't you know, have. They've waited for 30 years to get their hands on the New Testament. And 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 I don't know if you, you saw the guy in the video that was he was just like going like this to you know do a little dance up to the plane. Like like man, he's that's the joy of the Lord, right? Like like he's like, man, I can't wait. Like, like, what if we what if we man, what if we danced our way to church every Sunday? I can't wait for the joy of the Lord. Come on. I get to hear the word of God today, right? Like God chose me to live in this country so I can worship God freely and I get to go to church with the joy of the Lord. 1 Kings 19, 11, 12. I want to read this scripture this morning. This is how the Holy Spirit speaks to us go ahead and read it. We we read the passage last night before this. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him, speaking to Elijah. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. I want to give you the definition of whisper because this is going to help you. The definition of whisper is speaking in one's breath and not using vocal cords that means when God is speaking to us he's speaking with breath which the old testament uh, in the hebrew they call it the numa of god the breath of god when he speaks he's breathing into us he's with that's why he's with one, he's so close; he doesn't have to shout because he's living inside of us, and he comes as a gentle whisper. And here's the problem with that, right? For us in America, who are so busy, who are always in a hurry, who are always distracted by our, our, our 24/7 distracting machine called our iPhone, right? Is that if we're not paying attention, we we'll miss his reality, God whispering to us all of the time he is whispering to us he is speaking he is always breathing in us all of the time but but then we have to make this a priority in our lives we, we have to and some of you you need to schedule time with god you need to put it in your iphone to give you a reminder of hey now i need to spend time with god we, we look at the life of Jesus, and Jesus was always going away, right? He was always going away by himself. He was always going to the wilderness. He was always, you know, you know, going to a remote place to spend time with his Father in, in, in silence, right? And, and that we had so many, man, great things that happened in our prayer nights on Wednesday nights and Thursday nights. Um, man, and, and I talked to a lot of you, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm nervous about Wednesday night prayer. Okay, so we're just going to Right? Like for an hour? Like, you know, I, I get done with all my prayers in five minutes. What am I going to do for the next 55 minutes? Right? And it's because we're conditioned. Like we're not conditioned to just sit there and wait on the lawn. We're not conditioned to do that. We're conditioned to move fast, fast onto the next thing. Eight seconds. Right? Whether he's speaking through the Holy Spirit or or he's speaking through his word. When we open his word. And many times when we read this story, like there's three supernatural acts that happen. But most of the time we focus on the gentle whisper because we're like, man, God wasn't in those things. He was in the gentle whisper. But I think sometimes we miss the point of the story of what God is doing right now to Elijah, right? He 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 brings this 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 great windstorm right and, and I believe what God is trying to do with Elijah he's trying to get Elijah's attention he's making sure that Elijah is paying attention right and so he brings this windstorm and, and God wasn't in the wind and then he brings this earthquake right he's shaking Elijah right now and then the fire he brings a fire right to Elijah, are you paying a- Hey, are you paying attention? Okay? I know you've got an attention span of about eight seconds, okay? Don't miss this, what I'm trying to say to you. And then he comes in a gentleness. Is God trying to get your attention? Maybe the thing that you're going through today, it's just God. Maybe God's trying to shake you. Hey, I'm trying to get your attention. yeah, you're going through some stuff today, but man, I just, I'm trying to get your attention so you don't miss the next thing that I'm about to speak to you. And so many times we get absorbed by, by struggles and difficulty or sickness or, or, you know, we get so distracted by those things when God is just trying to wake us up and he says, hey, are you paying attention yet? Because I'm about to speak life to you. I'm about to speak direction into your life and I need you to get it. For you, so good. He doesn't want you missing. I want to end today um, with another video, and it's a video of a tribe who is literally—they've never heard the gospel of Jesus and so they are hearing about Jesus and the forgiveness of their sins to the very first time. we're going to play the video and going to talk about. Go ahead play believer stating that he too believes that Christ has paid for his sins.
1: Itau, which means
0: it's true or it's good. It's very true. Village grammar rejoicing that he believes. So does she. Different ones giving testimony as to their belief in Christ as their sin bearer. Mark saying that if they really are believing, then God's word says that their sin is forgiven. It's good. It's true. spontaneous rejoicing breaks out. This
1: went on for two and a half hours.
0: How we forget this treasure gift that God has given us, that our sins have been forgiven. I mean, that like that reaction, like, like should be our reaction every day, right? Like, today, like, God's mercies are new every morning, right? Like, come on, like, I get to celebrate, man, I get to live. In the will of God today, in the grace of God today, my sins are forgiven. Now, when someone gives their life to Christ, we're we're not going to let them, you know, we're not going to have them stage dive and carry them out to the prayer cove, okay? But it makes me wonder how culturally oppressed we've been. That a businessman can spend $1,200 on on football tickets and paint his chest with a D and scream for three hours, and we see that as normal. Yet if a church gets excited, and, and, and man, we're raising our hands, and we're worshiping God passionately, and we're clapping our hands. and. If people are like, man, what's wrong with that church? Like, what's wrong with those people? Can't they just sit, and not clap, and just listen and you've been given the greatest gift in the world. Think about this example, and then I'm gonna close. Think think about if you did something, okay, you did a crime that puts you in prison and puts you on death row. And that, even that, talking about that is hard for us, right? Because we are so far removed from that in in, in white middle America, right? We're we're just so far removed from that. Try with me, okay? Try with me. You're, You're in prison. You're trapped in a cage for something that you did. It's your fault and now you're going to die for it. You are guilty, and you deserve to die because you did something really bad. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, someone takes your place. You're on your way to death row, and all of a sudden, someone says, stop there. I'm taking your place. And not only am I going to take your place, but you get to walk out of these prison doors free. I'm even going to add something to that. And I would say, you could be go free, but don't waste your life. Don't waste your life. Don't waste a minute. Man, we are so privileged to live in this country where we have this at our disposal. And every day we can open up this book and, and feel the breath of God. Every day we can get alone with God and listen for his voice. Don't waste another moment. Not living for God. waste your life. What Jesus has done for us. He's taking our place. And he's completely removed the guilt and the shame for us to live free. He's opened the prison door so we can walk out. And live a free life. He took our place. The place that we deserve. We deserve death. And Jesus says, No, I'm gonna take your place. So you can receive life. So you can live in freedom. Don't waste this opportunity I've given you. Because I have so much treasure inside of to discover. Deep seeking. into our response time this morning. Maybe you would say, Pastor, I've never said yes to Jesus. And, and I need to make that decision today. I need to make that first step in following the voice of God is giving my life to Christ. Or maybe you've drifted from the truth. You, you've drifted away from God and and. and Today's the day where where you're going to align yourself with with God's will. No longer are you going to continue to run. You're going to answer the call that God is calling you to right now. speaking right now. He's breathing in this place. His wind is moving right now over this place in your hearts, in your minds. Don't ignore it. Respond to it. If that's you today, just slip up a hand. I just want to pray with you today. Yes, 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 yes. I would just ask that we would all repeat this prayer this morning as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I ask this morning that you would forgive me of all my sin, that you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, I will follow your voice. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's celebrate what God has just done in this place. Come on.